Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unk, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello. Here I am. I'm in Los Angeles, California. Uh, welcome to the Nikki Glazer Podcast. It's Tuesday. Um, hope you enjoyed our all Fanthrax episode yesterday. That was super fun to record. Before we left town last week, um, we had a big old uh, busy weekend. Um, uh, touring. I forget where we were now already. I tr- Oh, yes. I remember. Milwaukee and then Indianapolis. So good to see all the besties there. Such fun shows. I flew to LA on Sunday. Andrew went back to St. Louis. And then Noah came all the way from Arizona to St. Louis to... Uh, take my spot. And guys, we're switching it around. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> I'm producing now. No, I am not, and I can't. Uh, Noah is in is in the um is in the host chair. Wait, it was so funny this morning, no. Noah, that you you were so cute. Andrew had to tell me that you were scared to sit in the chair. I you wanted to do it from the kitchen. <laughs> I wasn't like, scared. I just thought chair. it would look so weird. It would be right. like a Twilight Zone episode of the podcast. Um, 
it's it's fitting though for this week. It's a spooky week. Things are things are scary. Like su- suddenly a barista will be wearing a witch's hat, and you'll be reminded that it's Halloween. Yeah, like that's what why I get reminded it's Halloween. I'll just see, you know, pe- people at Starbucks wearing like cat ears, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's that week. Uh, otherwise, I forget. Um, How's St. Louis going? Good. Andrew is uh, hooked on Squid Games, and we watched three episodes last night, even though I said I wouldn't watch it. He's actually in there right now. He took a pause last night so he can talk with Brenna, and because I I just had to leave and go to sleep. Wait a second. So, first of all, I think you're saying Squid Games. Oh, Squid Game. Squid Game. Yeah. Uh, That's that's fine. uh, That sounds like the way Andrew probably is saying it, too. Um, Also... What took him so long, we need to know, because everyone's been watching this. Number two, I do think, how long is this show? How long is it going to take him to get through it? And doesn't he have something better to do with his time? Is 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 this the new golf for him? Here's the thing, Nikki. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's in Korean, and you have to read the subtitles. Or you can have it lipped up, I heard. Yeah, but it's it's not the same if it's, you know... It's just yeah. too weird. But sometimes I catch Andrew looking at his phone. And of course. He, he doesn't he's on catch. his phone the whole time. He doesn't. No, he doesn't. When he says he watches something, he does not watch. I don't even understand how Andrew enjoys entertainment because or, or shows that involve. That's why I like The Bachelor and Bachelorette, because I can look at my phone and not miss anything. And if I do, I can go back and figure out what happened. Um but Andrew doesn't do that. He doesn't go back. <laughs> he he's that's why I'm boggled by, by uh, how he watches things because I'll, you know, we got into the whole thing about the Ted Lasso uh, episode where there were all these uh, references to romantic comedies that if you didn't know the joke they were making, you would have been like, "What the hell is this show doing?" You would have been like, "I don't trust the show anymore." But he's just blindly proceeds. So I'm sure there's so many think times that Andrew just goes, "I don't know what's going on." And I wonder if he goes, oh, it's something I missed when I was looking on my phone. Because for me, I cannot stand that. If there's some plot point I miss, I got to go back. Because I was on my phone, I go back. And that's why I don't watch shows. I have to go back. The morning show the other day, I tried to watch it. I rewound it like 20 times. Because every time, I would just look on my phone and kept missing it. Um, So you know he's missing things. Because he... And first of all, even if you're looking at your phone and it's not Korean, you still can't hear what they're saying. Like, it's not really getting in. But especially if it's Korean. I mean, what is he doing? <laughs> but the, the good thing is, because I'm reading the captions and I'm I'm looking at it closely, is that it seems like there is no plot. <laughs> so he's not really oh. missing anything. I saw one scene <laughs> as I was watching someone watch it on a plane. That's all I've seen of Squid Game. I understand that it has a lot of like gore and it's really kind of disturbing at times. What is what have you gleaned from it? Um I I like the gore aspect of it. Korean horror movies are are usually pretty gory in a very uh good way if you're into that kind of stuff. Um Like what's the gore? What what am I going to see on this that's gory in in a Korean way that you've seen? Uh, Give me an example. Someone, um, one of the characters stuck their fingers into these, into this like machinery and their fingers popped. Popped? Yeah. 
like their knuckles cracked like some no like the guy in a meeting the fingers got crushed and there was this like pop sound pop that was, sound it's really good did they do the english dub of the pop sound <laughs> so yeah it just said pop across <laughs> That'd be so, there are certain sounds that um seem like oh those would be you know uh worldwide or like they wouldn't change based on what language like the sound of a dog barking we should look it up the the sound people make to say a dog is barking like rough rough like we say rough rough but like in different languages it's like aka aka like it'll be like <laughs> a totally different sound but we're all hearing the same thing we're just saying something different there's this really great thing on reddit that i'm going to share later today during Ooh. reddit dump of what people what english speakers sound like to non-english speakers you know how when we do imitations of a different language it's like like for like french but to french people that would sound like gibberish like it's not anything but we we can make it sound like we're saying something like conan does a really good uh armenian impression where he just makes up words and it sounds like he's speaking a language i'm not really good i'm not fast on my feet enough to come up with a new language but um it's it's i'll share it with you later and it's a song this italian guy made to prove that uh back i think it was in the 60s maybe 70s this guy was an italian singer songwriter uh, pop star in italy and he was frustrated that every single song that seemed to be a hit was any song that was english speaking and he was just frustrated because he's like these these italians will fall for anything so i'm just gonna make a song that sounds like english and so it's complete gibberish English, but it sounds like what we would hear if we didn't speak English and we heard someone like talking it, you know, yeah. um, and it's so good. You're going to love it. Um, How is L.A.? Yeah, uh, L.A. is great. Speaking of Squid Game, actually, I was on set yesterday with Jimmy Fallon. Um, he might have been there just visiting a friend. He might have been hosting. He might have working been working the craft service table. No one knows. But we there was some mention of squid game and i said i actually haven't even seen it i had to come clean because i was trying to i was like laughing along like i got the reference and i didn't and i go i haven't actually seen it and he goes don't you don't need to it's just it's disturbing and i wish i hadn't seen it he said like he was like it's one of those things that you are like my life isn't better because i saw that disturbing thing and that's why i feel like i don't i think i'm i'm smart to not watch these things because yeah they do but also I, I i read a lot of grim things and i'm on reddit looking at you know last images which is pictures that people post of the last image a per picture was taken of a person and so i'm looking at kind of like morbid things constantly that sometimes make me a little sad and make me have an existential crisis but in terms of I just don't, I guess we're always seeking adrenaline and I guess Squid Game and these kind of gory moments, hearing fingers pop, give you adrenaline Some. and like make you feel alive and remind you're, you, you're alive. I guess, I don't understand. You went to a haunted house yeah, type thing. I did. We had just talked about that and I go, you're, you lied. I thought you <laughs> I said didn't, you didn't like them. I didn't lie. I didn't lie. I, I tried. <laughs> I, so I told Avi, he's like, okay, you choose the dinner place. And I, try, I, I tried really hard to choose a place where we would overeat and just get too tired to do it. It oh didn't work. Oh, my God, that's so funny. <laughs> we went to this delicious Mexican. It was a bed and breakfast. 
well, I, I, I was just like, oh, how about we, we order like two things? I, we just, I tried ordering like the most fattening thing on the menu so that we would feel tired to try to get him to not want to go wanna to go. a haunted but hayride. What was it? It was um, like three haunted houses. I only did two in, and they had cornfields. Do you know how creepy that is? Yeah, I'm glad I did it. Okay, I was. It was terrifying. <laughs> well, why are you glad then? And also, why didn't he eat enough? And why didn't your plan work? Oh, we we ate a lot, but he's he insisted on going because he, he was, loves that stuff. Oh, so then you're just going, and you're you want to throw up the whole time, and you're scared. Okay, yes, but luckily the lines for each were so long that I could you know like Digest. shake off the nerves. But oh, you had to wait in line to go into a corn maze and fucking be scared. But I, I was mean, glad. Honestly, a haunt, take a haunted house out of it. For me, a, standing in line for something with the, the public, for something that is not worth standing in line for, I guess maybe it was, <laughs> that is a haunted house to me. Okay, wait a second. So what? why are you better off for having gone through it? Sell me on this. Okay, so the, the good thing was that I would, like I just got to be scared and I got to scream a lot. And I think that that was a big ah. stress reliever for me. Um, I did like okay. how before you go in, um, the the person who like worked the front door or whatever of the haunted house was like, they won't touch you, no touching the actors, no running. And I, I was like, oh, they don't touch you? Okay, that makes me feel a little bit better. Yes. Did my ex-boyfriends work there? <laughs> was it all people that I've been intimate with? And, and <laughs> I said they don't I always touch. feel like, <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I always feel like, I, I wanted to write a joke at one point, I think, about haunted houses and how they always say they can't touch you and how, like, that's probably my ex, my boyfriend probably works at one of those. And he's just like, he's <laughs> just funny. He can't take he can't leave work at work. He takes it home with him <laughs> and he just doesn't he doesn't feel comfortable touching because it's just not what he does at work. And um, so they, they that put you at ease that they didn't touch you. Yes. Um, okay. I, I also like that I just got to be like a damsel in distress I oh, like clamp. And Bobby got to protect you. I got to like clamp onto his arm. I got to like cute. make him go ahead of me. Oh, it's kind of a cute first date idea because it um, creates a space for intimacy that you otherwise wouldn't, you know, touching someone or grabbing onto them or getting really close to them is something that happens usually after you've, you know, had a couple drinks or something. It, it, it's a way to force that kind of closeness. Yeah. That's always what is so uh, difficult about dating, I think. And like the first move of like, who's going to touch who. That's why I've come up with the whole thing of like, if you're next to someone and your arms are barely touching, if you leave it, that's a sign a girl likes you. Like if it's barely imperceptible that you're touching and she leaves it, because she could move it away and it wouldn't be like offensive, like get away, but she could just move like a, a millimeter and it would make it so you guys weren't touching. But if she leaves it, she likes you. But those that's so hard to do to get to a place where you either have to smush in the back of a car or like there has to be something that gets you really close to touch otherwise or as you know there's no need to really like bundle with each other but yeah. a haunted house that's a good idea okay maybe i'm sold on it yeah um also i thought of you because um when we were in the cornfield they there was like reenactments of like horror movies and one of them was um Leatherface, and there's a Leatherface character like standing in the way, and every time reminded you of me. 
no, 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 not that. (laughs) Not that. So I just start laughing and he keeps blocking my way and I start laughing and he goes, why are you laughing at me? So I thought about (laughs) about how you say that when we're nervous, we start laughing to show our canines. And I was like, he can't see my canines. You're like, you're like, it's because it's because. Uh, you, I'm, I'm laughing because I'm more scared. Like, but why are you laughing at me? Is so funny. He went home that day and was like, "I didn't do it. I, I, I couldn't bring it today." This girl wouldn't stop laughing at me. And what is Leatherface? Is that the like? It's from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's the oh. character that chopped everybody up. I'm, I'm picturing Michael Myers for some reason. What's the difference between their masks? Oh, you know, um, Michael Myers has the white mask. Yes. I guess his has a little bit more like patches to it, and like looks a little. Leatherface, it kind of looks like a burlap sack, but the leather is made of human skin. Oh, oh, the way that you said that is just as darling as <laughs> sometimes I like to just divide it with my nose. Um, okay, so speaking of face and leather faces, um, I have become obsessed oh. with a thing called Face Gym here in Los Angeles. So I got into town on Sunday. I flew in uh, from Indy. Took a really early morning flight. Got in here super early because you lose three hours. And my hotel, I wasn't able to check in. Um, And so I'm like so tired. All I want to do is just like crawl into a bed and die. And they're like, "Um, I I get there at 10. And they're like, the room's not going to be ready till 3. I'm like, I can I buy a room? I was like, can I buy a room from yesterday to have it so I can sleep until (laughs) checkout today at noon? Like two hours. That's how desperate I was for sleep. And they were like, sorry, it's full. So I go, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I just walk out into the world and I'm just sad and tired. And I stumble upon this place called Face Gym, which I've been to in New York ages ago. I think they offered me like a free session because, you know, someone DM'd me and I go, okay, I'll do it. And I wasn't crazy about it when I went in New York. But I went into this place because I'm like, I got time to kill. A face massage seems good. A kind of a facial I don't like facials anymore, honestly. I don't like extractions. They tend to disrupt my skin and, and make me like pur- like my skin purge and it like gets all. I just have a really, my skin has been never better because I haven't had a fucking facial in two years. And it's never, my skin's never looked better. So what do you get? Uh, there you go. But I just, I remember, this place isn't an invasive. They're not squeezing your skin. And it's, a, it's costly, though, dude. You walk in. It's called Face Gym. And they're like, hey, what's up? And, and the music is like, punch, 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 punch. oh, yeah. You know, it's like, it's like Equinox music. And <laughs> it's really bright. And all the chairs are, it's almost like you're at a salon. So it's all, you know, chairs next to each other. And you lay back in this chair. And there's a mirror in front of you. And like bars on the mirror, like you're at a bar class, but the bars don't serve any purpose. I was like, can I put my feet in these? And they're like, no. So they talk to me. They're like, what would you like to do for your workout today? And I'm like, let's drop the workout. Like this just, can I talk normally? I don't want to have to do your whole thing. Like this isn't a workout for your face. You're laying in a chair. I want this to be relaxing. And I'm like, I don't know. What do you recommend? And the prices are crazy, dude. Like, you know, it starts out, I think, $95 for their, like, basic. And then it goes to a deep clean. It's, like, $195. And then it's, like, the cryotherapy, which is, like, a deep um, hydrating. It's, like, $235. So it's, like, it ain't cheap. I want to say that. 
If you can't afford it, I really recommend it. There's a girl in West Hollywood location. If you're in LA, the West Hollywood location, Haley, don't take a risk with anyone else. I'm not even kidding you. I don't even know who else works there. Maybe Haley's not even the best, but to me, she, I'm like, I had a white Lotus moment with her where I was like Jennifer Coolidge's character where I was like, you're amazing. And like, I just, I think I, you should start a salon with me in (laughs) St. Louis. Like I was ready to recruit this woman. I am obsessed with her. And so I went in on Sunday and I got the cryo. What they do is they massage your face, which I need this in my life. Face massage is so underrated. Let a, like the deep cleaning thing where they do all the other stuff to your face. It feels like your face is going in a car wash and then they do. It's just my face has never looked better. But they do this thing where they put a ball on your face and they roll the muscles. And I hate stretching my face. Y'all know that I don't even. That's why I won't go skydiving or play with my niece and make funny faces because I don't want to stretch out my skin on my face. I do not go like, oh, I'll never do that. I'll never go like, ooh, and pull down my skin ever. When I sleep on my face, I like sleep so it's like up. Like I pull it like up. And um, so I was I was reluctant to have someone like tug on my face and like massage it. But oh my God, Noah, she got in these like knots on my Ooh. jaw and was just, and did hard pressure. Dude, it was transcendent and and not to mention the music is still like we're gonna rock you and I'm just like this is not relaxing at all in terms of the music but I went to another dimension and this face massage it was so complete there was every little nook and cranny she got in I was so happy and then at the end of it I mean I went to dinner with Carlisle hours later and she was like you look like a child. Like my face was just so just bright and shiny and hydrated. It was awesome. I'm literally thinking about getting a franchise in St. Louis so I can go regularly. I'm not kidding you. I I need this or creating some version of facial massage because the thing is if anyone out there listening knows where I can get a face massage in St. Louis, Missouri, let me know because I don't know that it's a thing and I need it. Um Anyway, it was so good. I I went to her yesterday. So uh, got in Sunday, went to her that day. Then yesterday, I was done with my shoot. Oh, man, I shot so early in the morning. 7.30, 7 o'clock call time to get in my car. That means means I had to be in hair and makeup at 5. Got there. uh, Did the show. Done by 12.30. So much fun. Doing it again today. Um, But I went to again to her. And Noah, she like didn't remember me. I walked in because I was like, hi, Haley. Because I called and I was like, I want whoever I had yesterday. And I even told her, I was like, I'm coming back tomorrow. And she was like, great. So then I showed up again. She did not know who I was. Didn't care. You know, like, I don't think recognize me or anything like that. Doesn't matter. Um, I don't even think about those things. I really don't. But I go, Haley, what did I do yesterday? Because I think I want to do. And she goes, um, I don't like, let me check. Like, she... I was like hurt that she didn't remember like the specific thing. She's just that we another had face. I'm just another fucking face. And it reminded me of the fact that when I meet people or do shows or have um, a lot of times I'll do shows, you know, and I'll get flown in for like a private event and I'll stay at a hotel and I'll go to like a dinner and I'll do the show and I'll be at this. I'll be at a club all weekend long. I don't remember anything about the club. I don't remember how to get to the green room. I don't remember. And it, and I always want to tell these people, like, I do this every single day. I, there's, if I remembered it at all, I'd be Einstein. I can't, I don't have the bandwidth for that, you know? And I have to, I have to have the, you know, 
bare naked ladies rap to chickity china the chinese chicken you have a drum that is in my head and taking up space so i can't remember your face or what i did at the Di dallas hyenas <laughs> um but this girl didn't remember me and it was a good reminder that when we feel special when there's like it, again white lotus you know the guy that makes everyone at the hotel feel so special the one and and he's it, it's all bullshit you guys like it's rare to find someone that actually you actually make an impression on in customer service, even if you think you have like a really genuine moment, because I swear to God, I thought this woman was like, I was like Jennifer Coolidge and this woman was, because at the very beginning, they kind of do this over your chest and like touch your like very top of your boobs. Oh my God. I was, so good. I think I was a little bit gay for this girl because her touch was just so amazing and she gently like stroked the top of my boobs and I'm about, I'm like ovulating right now. So my boobs are so sensitive and I was just like kind of, I wasn't horny for it, but just made me feel so good. And again, I'm questioning everything, but I'm obsessed with face massage. Let's get Andrew in here. Andrew! Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time. Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a 
fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in L.A. And now they are all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the U.S. and the U.K. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at Don't Tell Comedy dot com and then use the code Nikki for 20 percent off your first show. 20 percent off. That's freaking good. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Andrew. What's going on? I mean, I know what's going on in your world. Uh, are, how'd you sleep last night? Or did you sleep because you're watching Squid Game? <laughs> oh. Constantly. I guess, the, I guess the cat's out of the bag. Can't Squid's even... out of the shell. Shelling up. I can't even do anything without Noah talking about our business. I mean, all you, she says all you've been doing is watching Squid Game. She can't pry you from it. <laughs> First of all, she watched four episodes with me last night. Right. We had okay. faux, or I had faux, or fa. 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 Fuck you. I, I love how you got hit wrong. You fa. <laughs> <laughs> You're just singing the the you know scale. Fa so me so fa. I I I um. Yeah, I got it was first time we got fa fo. And uh, it was delicious. Noah got some kind of egg roll thing, and we watched Squid. Boon. I, I didn't even Boone. think that Squid Games was Asian. It was had nothing to do with one another. Squid Game is is Korean, I believe, and uh, Pho is Vietnamese. Yes, yeah, so it has no nothing to do with each other. I but, don't want to be you know. canceled for going Asian. Well, on you Asian. did start it out like it was some kind of like oh, we did a theme night. I was wearing a gi. And okay. I did have a triangle hat on, but it had nothing <laughs> to do. Andrew. I'm telling Andrew. you, though. I, I Okay, I'm getting it. Like, I'm sure you, yeah, were you in your little robe? I was, I did have a, a dragon. <laughs> um, You're a brown belt, right? Because it, it, <laughs> your robe belt just fell in the toilet one time. Brown tip I did out. have a, a, a dragon kite following me around the apartment. Okay, enough. Let's but that move wasn't, on. It wasn't related. I get it. Well, we get your joke. It's so funny. Okay, so <laughs> you could keep going forever. I mean, just naming other things. It's a really, it's a cool premise. I drive, um, a, I drive a Toyota. Okay, okay. That is completely separate, though, from all of all that. All right. But what what are your thoughts on Squid Game, and why did it take you so long to get into Squid Game, and why now? And, um, um, yeah. 
I think I think one the subtitles having to read. Uh, you know me; I'm not a big reader, so I know well, I gotta. I hear you're looking at your phone a lot and missing entire. Like you can't even. What is going if... on here? Well, we know I, you, I how I you like watch paint... TV. I like to paint the full picture. Well, yeah. So if you, but Andrew, I do have a question for you. When you miss a big part of a TV show, and then because you know, I this happens to me all the time when I'm watching stuff. I go back and rewatch the thing I missed. Do you? Do, I don't think you do that. I think you just keep on plowing through. I keep plowing, and eventually and then I'll catch up. you say you I'll plow on. I'll catch up. I mean, I can put my brain together. I know what happened. I can miss a whole episode and know exactly what's going on. I don't think you can. I think you miss things, and then because I'll reference things sometimes, and you're like, I don't know that. And I'm like, that is a huge plot point where you were watching a, a TikTok about how to get your okay fade. you know what you're on your phone when we watch things i can't even saying, talk I go to you back. you're listening to back. white noise which is a radio show every <laughs> morning i can't talk to you yeah I, I, well yeah but I've, i'll talk what does that have to do with anything this is almost like you're the beginning of this where you were just naming <laughs> different uh eastern culture <laughs> things what what is me having listening to a radio show where i don't want to talk like i'm choosing to i'm not trying to have a conversation and do that. I, I, I'm. Oh, you're like, not. I always, <laughs> I'm in the no, room with you. But I, but I'm. I have it on my headphones a lot of times. Or you weren't in the room when I was listening to it on speaker, and then you walk in and start talking to me, and then I turn it down so I can hear you, and then I turn it back up when you're done talking. What huh? You go like this. You go what? I'm not. I will. I'm, I will say that when I like, I've been trying to watch Chappelle's special for so long now, and I cannot. It's too slow for me, and when I put it on the TV, I can't do double the speed. So I just get so distracted, and I have to rewatch. I had to rewatch one story of his twenty times. I'm still not through it, and it's just the story of him being followed in the mall by that woman. Like it, it's not that long of a story, and I yeah. cannot get through because I look down at my phone and I get distracted. But I keep, but I go back. I don't. I because I don't want to miss something. Here's the thing. Um, Last night I was falling asleep to I believe episode six. Mm. Um, I felt wow. like I, I was kind of going in and out, and so this morning I turned on episode six. I watched ex- what I watched last night, and I did catch up. I did fill in some some gaps that might have been there from sleeping. But right. if I miss something from watching my phone, I mean that's like a you know you I'll, I'll watch my phone while I drive for an hour and a half. I'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> I get there. Are you supposed to say that? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> That's, uh, I mean, I feel like everyone just is half watching things now. I do When you too. say you watch something, you just, you can't trust. It. Even my parents, my parents don't really, my mom's always on her phone, but my dad will fall asleep. And I'll, I talked about White Lotus to them and they were nearly done with the show and they were like, yeah, we didn't, we started it. And I go, oh, well, there's this, ca-. like, you know, I referenced something that happens at the end that didn't, wasn't a spoiler. And they go, oh yeah, we, we saw, I think we saw that. I'm like. You saw the whole show, but you don't remember because you fall asleep. I, I, I'm someone who I just I can't deal with that. I tried watching. I, um, I need to go back. I remember from my childhood that movie Dune, which is like br- they just brought it back. They right? brought Isn't it back with Shalom uh, and uh, Zendaya. And mm-hmm. uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit there. I know this is going to be slow. I know it's going to be kind of weird and like scientific and and. Whatever I lasted, honestly, four minutes tops. Yeah, yeah. They started talking in like a weird voice of "We have to get this back," and I'm, I'm done. 
I know I don't need this. Um, I don't need it. Squid Game is unbelievable. Things. Well, tell me why. It's just it, it, dude. I almost started crying in the last episode. It was uh, the last last episode or the last one you watched. The last one I watched. Mm. There's an old man in the show. I'm not gonna give away anything, but he is. The most... I'm never going to watch it. I'm never going to watch it because I don't watch things unless I have a partner to watch them with. And th- my last one just watched it. Oh. Hmm. Well. You. Yeah. Well, I'm not you done. the only one I knew that didn't watch it. No, there's no catch. I can't catch up. I can't watch anything alone. I just so never thought me. that you would want to watch this. So. Well, is it as gory and scary and finger no. poppy as you? Th- I it's gory. Thinking? You see a lot of death. But it's not, okay. it's not like scary death. It's, it's like, it run- like jump jump scares. Eh, not really. Not have really. You seen, have you seen Running Man the movie? No. Back in the day. Oh. No. Well, anyways, it it has a lot of heart. It really does. Mm-hmm. And the main character, uh, it, there's a lot of main characters, but the first episode, this guy, he's he's downtrodden. He's he's a gambler. He's not there for his daughter. He's in debt. And he wow, plays this like character. Sounds like a guy you relate to. He's the best actor I think I might have ever seen. He's like a dumb dog in it. He's just like, ooh, ooh. Like, and it's yeah. unbelievable. He's unbelievable. It's crazy how good of an actor this guy is. Like, he emotes what? so much on the screen. I don't Who's know. Who's like it's... your favorite? I, I feel like I don't. Some people that think there are actors that are good, I disagree with them so much. Like, I think acting and what you think is good and what it's not, it's totally subjective because some people are like they're the best actor and i'm like i just don't i just see them acting or i don't know i just it's hard who's your favorite actor favorite actor i mean probably tom hanks tom hanks okay yeah like i feel like tom hanks really does get me there and i feel like he is those characters like there's he is like even though i know he's acting i just i forget i forget he's acting which is, you know, something that it's hard for me to do in, in a lot of stuff. And then I do think, um, you know, I'm watching the morning show and the girl, uh, uh, Hannah Scho- Schoenberg from the first season. Yeah. Um, I think she's one of the best actresses I've ever seen. I thought she really was incredible and I was sad to see. Wait, did you watch happened. the second season? No. Oh, it's on. She back, baby. <laughs> I don't Did she think come so. back? If, I don't think so, she can think come back from what happened. <laughs> I thought she might though because I started watching. I thought what I thought was second season. I was starting. I I this is like, again. I forget what I watched. I watched the last episode of the first season. You know, months ago. Yes. And I started up second season, but it started the last episode of the first season. I didn't know, and I'm watching it like it's new. And I'm there's nothing about it that's re- reminds me of anything I've seen before. And then she's there, and I go, did she come back from the dead? Is this a flashback? What's happening? Spoiler alert. And um, <laughs> and then I realized I was watching the last episode. Someone watched, I saw a tweet, someone watched Succession, the first, just put it on automatically, but it was the yeah. first episode of the show, and they were like, I thought it was all flashbacks. Like, I thought third season, first <laughs> yes. episode. Was this is why flashbacks. we're not paying attention when we watch things anymore. Okay, but this is my point. Though. Squid Games, you don't need a Game. Tom Hanks. You don't need... Um, you know, uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. You don't know who anyone is, and that's why it's so great. Like you're just starting with a a nice clean palette, 
And I love yeah, shows I like that. I watch things because, I mean, I guess morning show I did watch because Jennifer Aniston is in it and I just like her and, and Steve Carell. So, you know, it's going to be good. But I feel like most of the time I'm motivated to watch something. It's not because the actor in it is someone I want to see do something. Does that I think sense? that's getting less and less. I mean, I think the idea of like, I guess oh, I put on Dune because of Chalamet fucking that peach, but it still didn't do anything for me. Right. You know, I. <laughs> Yeah, it's it doesn't I don't think I think what what matters is critical acclaim is like people is the cultural phenomenon uh, for me wanting to be moved by something to the point where I'm like thinking about it all the time. I love art that does that for me. And like when something like Squid Game for sure is this thing that just took over the conversation immediately like Tiger, like Tiger King, you know, yeah, like it's the it, island boys of Netflix. It was huge. Yes, but. I can't. I know that it had so much gore in it, and that it is also something that causes a lot of anxiety, and it's like an anxiousy type show. Yes. And I, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna pass. But I'm also going to talk to my friends who have seen it to get enough cultural references that I can slide it into jokes <laughs> in the future, or you know, understand you know jokes being made about it enough to like fit in with people and and be able to talk about it at the at the cool table. But yeah, I mean, look, I think I, I don't uh, need to watch it. The old man in it is the most human character you'll ever see on a TV show, I think. Okay. Um, it just, there's something about this that's striking a chord for you. And I, now I'm interested to know what, what, what is so emotional about this for you? I think you relate to the character or something. A lot of it is sacrificing yourself for others, mm. which may be something I, I, I try to do, but I probably am not good at. And I see it, of giving up your life for another. I can't even imagine that. Yeah. Sacrificing yourself for others or like doing something for others. I mean, it's just, I think, yeah, the more, and I've talked about this so much, but the more I get outside of myself and stop doing things selfishly and actually try to do something for someone else that's self-sacrificing in terms of my time or my money or whatever, it's just, it never ceases to make me feel better and to feel it in, in not a selfish way and not a way that I'm like, I get to tell everyone I did this good yeah. thing, but just genuinely makes you feel good. And I wish, I wish that was, I want more people to understand that. So uh, when you realize when you give and you are donate to places or you give an extra tip to someone or you just do nice things for people that it makes you feel better too than the thing that's preventing you from doing those things is because we're all so selfish, but essentially you could do this thing that's going to make you feel a lot better. And I just wish people knew that. I didn't know that, you know, like, I always don't knew look at your phone when you watch the well, show, <laughs> do well, it for them. You know, what do you mean? like, no, I'm saying like, we're also self-centered. Like we look at our phone when we're watching, like maybe don't look at your phone for the whole show. Uh, that's not what I'm talking about at all. Oh, but uh, yeah, I'm just talking about literally <laughs> doing something that doesn't get you any kind of brownie points with your friend, like not anonymous donations, doing something that you're not going to brag about to people mm -hmm. that you're just doing to help someone else. And you don't even need a thank you from them. Uh, and being in a place where you could actually be there and, and not, I, I feel like I don't, I know so few people who do that. Including myself, like even when I put a tip in at Starbucks, I want them to thank me. And when when I do nice things, I want sometimes I, I've I've gotten to a better place with it where I don't need thank yous and and things like that. But um, 
there is something that you want, some sort of validation, but being able to do things without the validation is um, so key to my self-esteem and self-worth. And I just didn't know that. I didn't know that that was a, a way to get out of depression. Um, and that depression, because it seems so like you hate yourself. Like, why would that be selfish to be depressed? And I don't mean to make people who are depressed feel bad about it or like you're so selfish, but that's that's not what I'm saying. I'm Because the worst thing to do is feel worse when you're depressed about like, oh, now I'm going to feel selfish that I'm depressed. Great, Nikki. But it's like, no, it is a selfish act to be depressed. You're obsessed with like, I'm bad. I'm worthless. No one likes me. I don't deserve to be alive. And I'm not trying to make that like... Uh, I'm not trying to make it a moral issue of you're a bad person to feel that way, but it, 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 I never thought of depression as selfish. If anything, I thought it was like, you hate yourself. So you, how could that be selfish? So the, the antidote to being selfish is to get out of yourself and do something for other people that has nothing to do with you. And I wish more rich people would do that because rich people are depressed as fuck and they have something to actually give, even if they don't have the time to volunteer or whatever. I used to always think that I don't have time to volunteer and I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to like, I always thought that people that volunteering and helping at Goodwill or soup kitchens, they wanted to do it. Like they, they have some chip in them that makes them want to do it. And it's like, no, they, they know that it makes them feel better. Not because of the likes they get by posting it on social media, but like, you know, the ones that just do it to do it. They know that it, it is makes their, their, themselves better thus making the world a better place for the their family and friends i don't know i just there's so much like greed that i just i don't know i just want people to be kinder and i i i came up with a new mantra because carlisle has this book called healing yourself healing from within what's it called i forget she's lying right here somewhere i'll get the name of it but it's mantras for every physical ailment that you can use to like heal what you're going through and she found in the back of the glossary it says canker sores and it's canker sores are related to having shame and feeling like you can't say what you want to say and like i so relate to that like all of my ailments are always in my throat and in my mouth and it's always related to i feel like i'm not speaking my truth and obviously i'm someone that speaks the truth but like there's just something backed up there recently. And so she gave me the mantra and it was, I create joyful experiences for my loving world. And so yesterday I meditated and all I said was, I create joyful experiences for my loving world. I create joyful experiences for my loving world. And the truth is, that is, that's my goal in life. That's all I want to do. And so I'm like, what if every decision I made was filtered through that? I already failed today because I had admonished Andrew for being racist this morning and it probably made him feel bad. So that wasn't creating a joyful experience for my loving world. Yeah. So I, I fail here and there. But if I do filter everything through that, life could be pretty sweet. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> because that, but that is like my goal because she read one, because uh, she read one that was like near the canker source because her boyfriend. Does she have any for that. anal fissures? Honestly, I'm not even joking you. There can would you look be it up, please? I really would love Where that mantra because my ass has been killing. Let me see if I can find the book. I'm at her place right now. Yeah, for some reason, flying hurts my asshole. I think maybe I get dehydrated up there. Yeah, or maybe my the, asshole tightens up the higher the altitude. Right, like the pressure changes <laughs> yeah, yeah. for sure. 
I wonder if a lot of pilots deal with with assholes that hurt. I could never be an F-15 pilot. All right. Pilot. I don't think... But literally, she has every other self-help book alive. There's a book called How to Be Alone. There's a book called The Power of Habit. There's a book called 10 Days to Self-Esteem. Um, these are all books that are propping up the laptop right now, but there's not I thought not they were Matthew one. McConaughey movies. <laughs> Let um, me see where that book is. Yeah. Where is the healing book? Yeah. She's out I right mean, now. I was talking to Noah about how flying hurts my butthole, and uh, I wonder if it's connected. Maybe I sit down longer than usual. Um, I think the all pressure these ailments the, are are mental. Yeah, they really. I mean, it's uh, it's a physical thing that is like compounded by the mental stress. And oh, that's for where stress. You're like, yeah, yeah. Your brain goes down there and like fucking. My asshole always hurts more on the weekend when I'm like just stressed. Like even though I don't feel stressed, but obviously it's somewhere. You know, I want to do a good job. Whatever you know, tension or uh, you know things are when you're traveling, everything's heightened, and I think my asshole pain gets heightened. I think it's connected. It's correlated. It's interesting. Too bad your like height can't get heightened. I try. <laughs> I'll wear your heels, but my then my calves hurt. It all adds up. Me on a bookshelf. <laughs> oh. I bet you the mantra is just like, don't it's fly. It's called You Can Heal Your Life. All right, let's look up anal fissures. Oh my God, <laughs> there's literally everything in here. Okay, it, it, uh, anal fissures. Um, okay. I think it's fissures. Not I in here, but I'll look up fissures. Okay. I guess we could do hemorrhoids. It's close enough. Hemorrhoids. Fish, f- fistula? No, okay, hemorrhoids, which you know are hemorrhoids, right? Not ham. Can you spell hemorrhoids for us real quick? H-A-M. Nope. I know. It's H-E-M-M-O. No, H-E-M-O-R-R-H-O-I-D-S. Okay, 175 and 211. Let's get to this. 175. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like hemorrhoids. Yeah, hemorrhoids. Okay, 175. (laughs) Here we go. Is that a hemi? No, it's a Okay, hemorrhoids. All this right. is actually interesting. Okay, it's close enough, but I don't know if it's going to do the fear trick. Fear of deadlines, anger of the past, afraid to let go, feeling burdened. Okay, so your mantra is, I release all that is unlike love. There is time and space for everything I want to do. Again. That's long. I release all that is unlike love. There I is release time all that is unlike love. There is time and space for everything I want to do. There's time and space for everything I want to do. Okay, Noah, hit me with uh, hit me with something you've you been have? struggling with. Neck pains. Neck pains. Neck pains. All right. Let's go to. Oh my God, they have everything in here. This is cool. They Neck problems. Fissured. Okay. Re refusing to see other sides of a question. Stubbornness. Inflexibility. Okay, and this is your mantra. <laughs> it is with flexibility and ease that I see all sides of an issue. There are endless ways of doing things and seeing things. I am safe. I know it's a long one, but that's one that you can like write a bunch. You know, like you could almost do like a Bart Simpson beginning of Simpsons oh, yeah. where you write it On over and over. So I'm sending these to both of you <laughs> right now. I just got um, this it. This book Thank again you. is called "You Can he- You Can Heal Your Life" by Louise Hay. Oh, Louise Hay is like a, a guru of this. Oh, I've, I've nice. Heard her Heartburn's right here too. Yeah, dude. What's heartburn? Heartburn is. Uh, I breathe freely and fully. I am safe. I trust the process of life. 
Whoa, that's you, dude. I love how all of this is like going, go with the flow. Yeah. With the flow. Dude, I am, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm into this shit. I'm into like letting go, forgiving yourself. Forgiving yourself is, I think, the biggest lesson I've learned over the post past year and a half is like being able to be okay with whatever you do and being like, so many people were talking about the Alec Baldwin thing real quick and then we'll get to the news. Okay. And this is all I'll say on it, except, you know, obviously the, how horrible it was and I just unbelievable it is. Like it truly feels like something you'd, that would happen in a fever dream, like a news alert that would show up on your phone in a dream. Are you talking about his last movie? So, well, <laughs> probably is going to be, um, I, uh, <laughs> it's good. Um, I, someone was saying to me, like, if you were him, you would never be the, like, you would never be able to forgive yourself. You would never be able to, your life would be ruined forever. Or like, let's say if you accidentally, if you accidentally killed someone in any way, and even if it was your fault, say you're texting or driving, whatever, like you could never forgive yourself. I truly believe I could. And maybe that makes me crazy. But it's not like I want to do that. I I feel like I could forgive someone who took the life accidentally of a family member of mine or a loved one. Like I could for or even my own if there's an afterlife. And I like I saw this guy get sentenced to 25 years in prison for speeding. He was going 102. He's a child speeding in Florida in a drag race and he killed this woman. And I was thinking if I were that woman, I would not want this guy to go away for 25 years. Like it's, uh, I, I don't know. That's a separate issue. And I I don't want to get DMs about it and being like, you're such a monster. But I hope Alec Baldwin can forgive himself. I hope he can have a good life after this and that he doesn't suffer the rest of his life with just immense guilt, crouching on the street, crying. Like I hope he can smile again someday and that we don't, make him out to be a villain for having being able to have a, a happy life again. He didn't mean to. He he yeah. wouldn't choose yeah. to do that. I saw and maybe oh, he, sorry, maybe he is maybe there's some world in which he did something wrong by even pointing the gun at someone. You know, like maybe there's something he did wrong in that scenario. Even then, I hope he can forgive himself someday. I hope that AD can forgive himself someday. I hope, you know, I, I'm not saying what they did was okay and like we should just let it go. What I'm saying is I, I just think that I could forgive anything if the person truly didn't mean to do it. And even in cases where they did mean to do it, because I don't think people actually choose to what their brain wants them to do. But I saw this powerful video of this of this murder. This guy murdered the guy's son. And Oh, and I love that video. Holy shit. The father of the son who was murdered forgives the guy in front of the whole courtroom. That's the and only way to like, get closure. Oh, the chills in it was like wild. But like, I do think who, you know, the, unfortunately the woman that was killed, um, if her family was able to forgive him, it might, I don't know. I haven't done any research on like, I think that they, even if they didn't forgive me, I could learn to forgive myself. And I hope that it doesn't, it, it, his forgiveness of himself is not dependent on their forgiveness. Because it isn't. It honestly isn't. But I know. I'm it, just saying it helps. I mean, I know, it but yeah. I, I, it, I, it shouldn't. I, I just, I think it can go all the way down to like forgiving yourself for, I mean, this comes down to body image stuff. Like I was only to, uh, able to arrive at this kind of like blanket forgiveness because I struggled so much with like 
I hating myself. I'm such a messy person. I am sometimes mean to my friends. I, my, I, I, why is my, my spray tan is so disgusting. I look dirty all the time. I have bags under my eyes because I didn't sleep right when I should have slept. I should have gotten my roots done. All the, and I just like, every day I just have to remind myself like, you didn't mean to look this way today. You didn't want to be mean to your friend. You didn't check a box and go in an hour. I'm going to be mean to Andrew. I can't wait. It just happens. You can forgive yourself. You can make amends and you can try your, you can so do if you what murder you me. You murder me. How long you mourning? I mean, are we talking a day? A three weeks? Well, if I murder you, I'm probably not going to mourn because I'm like insane. And I'm probably like, yeah. <laughs> Finally. Okay, let's get to the news. <laughs> no answer. You bleed in the fifth? We'll be right back. Where are you going? He's going, he's going to grab to... something, he said. Oh, interesting. Fissure. Oh. oh, I know what he's grabbing. What is he grabbing? Just what do you kidding. predict? Uh, Did he get my mom to record it? Did he call my mom? Because if it's I a him doing just kidding, I don't think that's going to cut it. I have, have a feeling to... he over speakerphone, he got my mom to do just kidding. That's my guess. Wow. That's my guess. But I won't, But he doesn't know that I just predicted that because he doesn't have his headphones no, on. He doesn't know. All right. I'm excited for what you just got. Okay. Let's News. get into it. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. It is Tuesday. You know what that means, folks. It's Tuesday. And boy, are we having a great time here, aren't we? <laughs> That's the best she could do. <laughs> I called. <laughs> I mean, I while you were gone, I said, let me guess. He called her on speakerphone and recorded it. <laughs> she made me repeat it, too. She's such a glazer. No, even though she, she, what do you she mean? Like she made you repeat take. it. She yeah, didn't like it, the well, first the second take. take was bad too. <laughs> she goes, "Just kidding, it's just kidding." Are you telling your mom how, to, how she does her own voice? Yeah, because she's trying too hard <laughs> in that one. We could, we'll get a better one later in person. But well, I hope you're having all the thoughtful. swells out there. I'll tell you that. No, but I really... <laughs> okay, I kind of like it now. Okay, I apologize, and I've forgiven you. <laughs> hey, I had to order that on Amazon. Uh, listen, I know as as soon as I realized later in the day, I go, I didn't thank Andrew for ordering that thing, but uh, were you waiting for me to thank you for that? No, honestly? not at all. Honestly? What you, no. What okay. Are you crazy? I no. feel like... Okay. All right. N n the National so, Confectioners Association, okay, whatever, yeah, whatever that means, uh, says eighty percent of Americans say they enjoy eating candy corn on Halloween. Of mm. that number, fifty-two percent say they eat it one piece at a time. What candy corn for some what does reason? That mean, one piece at a who's eating handfuls of candy? corn? Oh yeah, and that's why wild. is that even a part of the question? And how do you eat your candy corn? Well, here's the thing. I'll go at least as a kid. I would I would bite the little white part off at the bottom first, chew yeah. that up, uh -huh. and then get to the. I actually I would then eat the gold and then get to the very little tip. I'm guessing none of it tastes any different than the other parts. I was a fan of candy corn. Now here's the thing: you eat fifteen fantastic, you eat forty, you're you feel. The worst you've ever felt yeah, in your life. Yeah, it's just a sugar bomb. And it's waxy and it's just filling. Yeah. Candy corn is a very polarizing confection. Um, I like it. Um, I don't eat candy anymore, but 
man, I, I, I wouldn't have, I, I liked candy corn. It's, you know, it's not up there with the um, conversation hearts around Valentine's Day in terms of holiday themed candy, but candy corn is not terrible, but it is not the first candy I would ever go to. And I don't, I think it doesn't even break my top 100 candies. You want to know how I know terrible. candy corn isn't great? Huh? You don't fucking eat it any other week of the year. Like, it's the same reason why we don't eat Thanksgiving. Even Thanksgiving meal is better than candy corn. But if right. it was so great, we would do it more than once. That's my I thing. Think we and do. We, we get, we. When have you bought candy corn outside of October? No, no, no. I'm talking Noah? about Thanksgiving. Oh, like, oh turkey, Thanksgiving might have been a bad analogy. But. Yeah, well, no, but you're probably right. But I think Thanksgiving is delicious. Why do we wait? But why don't we do Christmas a bunch? Because that also feels good to, like. Give a ton of toys and stuff. I guess it feels good because we do it once a year. and Yeah. But yeah, I just think. Yeah, candy corn, no one's jonesing for that taste. But people are doing Snickers all year. My point is we do all this other mm -hmm. Halloween candy year, year round, but candy corn, we keep it there. Valentine yeah. hearts, we keep it there. Ugh, There's got to be a reason. Talking about candy corn is making me feel nauseous. <laughs> yeah, same. It's gross. Would you I rather have baby corn or candy corn? I hate baby corn. I it scares me. That little, like the little corn that isn't corn, like the thing in Tom, <laughs> Tom Hanks and Big goes. Chuck, 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 chuck. Yeah, what is it? It's not actual corn. I, I Wait, think it's a, what? It's a vegetable in and of itself. But it looks like corn. Did you notice? What? <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at something for the show. <laughs> is little corn, baby corn, not corn? Wait, it's not? I don't think so. <laughs> no, I really do think. Wait, is baby corn corn? Is baby corn corn? I never eat baby corn. Baby it corn freaks corn. me out. This is okay, the day baby we corn all learn. comes from regular corn. Okay, it can come from any number of kinds of varieties, but it's just picked at a much earlier stage. Oh, never mind. Okay, for some reason I heard that it wasn't corn. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wait, where? Wait a second. It says, the adorable mystery of where baby corn comes from is officially <laughs> solved. Um, uh, oh, unlike baby carrots, these miniatures really deserve their name. Okay, so they are baby corn, but baby carrots are actually just carrots cut down to baby size. Okay. Yes. So wait, all right, so why don't we, I know this, is, this isn't a joke. It's an why? immature ear of corn. A what? It's an immature ear of corn, so okay. it laughs at fart jokes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why not a corn in between that big ass corn and the baby corn? Like I've never mm. seen a teenager corn. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> a tween corn. A tween corn. I'm saying no. That would be nice, wouldn't it? I guess they're saying. I'm saying. Yeah, I like a scrumptious corn, boy. Yeah, I like getting uh, in there. But it's but uh, you know with a big corn you can't eat the inside but a baby corn you can plow Whoa. through that inside so maybe a teenager corn would just be so weirdly in between the two that it would be like some people eat apples with like the whole core Ugh. you know they eat it from the top like they twist off the thing and just go Hurr! and then what spit the out the hell? seeds some I know. people eat the outside of a banana yeah well wait till the finale of Squid Game you'll see <laughs> all right next story. <laughs> All right, a woman makes utter butter out of her own breast milk Gross. and says her husband loves it. To me, it tastes like, you know, when you burp and it kind of tastes like throw up. She said of her <laughs> mammary margarine. Ew! What the fuck? Ew! 
Guys, I think I almost started throwing up ever. This is baby corn. This is a candy corn. (laughs) The nausea from candy corn is now turned into morning sickness. Not many people notice utter milk makes all (laughs) baby all candy corn. Oh, Oh, God. I just, I'm not into breast milk things. Like, uh, just any. It turns me on, though. Like on TikTok, you'll see a woman milking her kid and. Or getting milk, our kid gets milk. I don't. Something's milky, and it turns me on a lot. Like you see a little bit of a nipple, and their boobs are usually filled to the brim. And there's a baby like sucking her nipple, which is what guys do to us. So it's like it is the same thing. It doesn't. It's you outside. Get, you're you're usually like in a park. You're where your tits shouldn't be. Is the milk itself a turn on? Like the no. thing coming out of it? No. Okay, so ah. just so you're just saying something sucking on a tit. I guess it could be anything. Yeah, I guess right. it could. Yeah, it could have been just anything a involving a, a tit coming out. It's not I guess about it's just the milk. A tit out in the wild, where apparently it shouldn't be. But she's like, you know what? I'm milking. I'm gonna do my tits in Walmart. It's not milking. It's called breastfeeding or pumping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they. Yeah, I guess I. I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with that being uh, a turn on. Are you ever turned on by pregnant women? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Um, I guess because you can't get them pregnant again. No, but. I don't think that's it. <laughs> no, Someone I just. was saying that the other day. I no, like, no there's something about it. like this. It's just like, it's just like a, I don't they're know why. They're fertile. They're like, and, you know they're fertile. Yeah. And it's a healthy look for some reason. They're like radiating a lot of times. Yeah. that yeah. There's like a chemical response to pregnancy where women's cheeks get a little redder and their hair gets thicker. They get a little bit more like voluptuous. Yes. Yes. But it's so interesting that, yeah, that that would be a turn on when that means that they can't get pregnant with you. Like everything that we're attracted to is because we want to like procreate. And that means that that woman is taken by another man. So you're like cuckolded in a way. And you can't get it pregnant. So like, or that girl, you know, so it just, it's interesting that that would be a turn on, but I guess the other things, and I wonder why you get super glowy and more attractive when you're pregnant. It's probably because if that didn't happen, this is just my guess as someone who knows nothing. (laughs) It's so that women, so that women that are pregnant won't be cast aside and like shunned by men who could potentially harm them if they weren't fuckable. So it's like protect them while they're pregnant because the men still want them around to fuck. Because that's But if we do like, everything to procreate, like yeah. if that's our drive. Right. Why do we have condoms and and birth control and all that which Because our cognitive Yeah, because cognitively we you know, our our monkey brain wants us to procreate. Yes. But we, you know, the brain that is also on TikTok all the day, all the time, and like <laughs>, laughs at like has our our da- brain that's updated. That part of our brain that's like working in the now. That one doesn't want to get pregnant, but you can't. The subconscious you can't turn off, but gotcha. the conscious thinking doesn't want to get pregnant. But you're still motivated by the need to to get things pregnant because if you weren't, you would just come on their stomach with ease. You wouldn't need. Uh, or you would just get a hand job or something. There's something about putting a penis in a vagina that is very uh you want it for some reason. Even well, if it feels you are good. like right, but so does a hand or so does a uh 
between ass cheeks or like tits or mouth. But there's something about a pussy that you just got to get in there. And I think it's not just about it feels good. I don't think it's just that. I, I know, mean, but so many guys good. I know are so afraid of, of, like, they don't even think of us. They go, oh, you bang without a condom? Aren't you scared you're going to get her pregnant? Like, yeah. so many guys, their biggest fear is pregnancy right. over STD. Right. Yeah. I don't, they can't help but their subconscious still wants to... Put it in raw dog. Yeah, to get yeah. it. You're drawn to it because your whole, all your DNA, which has nothing to do with what you're thinking, um, is begging you to put cum into women and that's why you're that's why you get distracted by billboards that have sexy women on them like there's you're like oh like that that's something i want to fuck it's not because you're like she's pretty like the she's pretty is your brain now but like you just think it's oh she's hot but really deep down it's i want to fuck that and have a baby and i want to get that i want to put semen in that to get it pregnant i want more of me i want my dna to keep going Surprised there's not more come on billboards, but then you'd have to climb. Oh my up the god! Whole did ladder. you see the billboard I took a picture of the other day on my was story it? or Instagram story? It's the new "I Know What You Did Last Summer." Oh yeah, yeah. I there saw. was come all over everyone on it. There's just this goo. <laughs> just there's goo. slime that's like it's like period blood come because oh it's like god. tinted pink. Yeah, but it's come. It's crazy looking. That was really disturbing. It's so funny. I, no one knows I'm in L.A. until I post one thing on my story. And then all all my L.A. friends are like, you're here? And I'm like, God, it's just because I had to make a cum comment. <laughs> a comment. <laughs> and now now I feel like I'm, you know, being uh, antisocial if I don't hang with anyone. But it's so hard to fit in hangs. There's something about just being in a hotel room and being alone oh, the best. that I just want to just be. I just don't want to do anything. All right. Let's take a quick break and come back with Reddit Doc. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time. Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. 
Oh my God, you guys, I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they are all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is your Reddit dump. All right, it's Tuesday. That means we're going to clear out all of my saved posts on Reddit, where I go every single night before I go to bed, and I save things that I think you guys would like. Um, This one I saved last night, and I alluded to it today at the top of the show. This is the song that an Italian man made to uh, because he was so annoyed with Italians loving any song that was just an American English-speaking person, even though they don't speak English. So he decided to make up a fake English-speaking song that is gibberish English, and and it went to number one immediately, despite not meaning anything. So here's the song, and it actually... Was this guy famous before he put out this I, song? I, I don't really know the history of uh. it, but uh, this song put him on the map. You can't make any of the words out. It it's amazing. It feels very like uh, David Hasselhoff would have sang, sang that. That's it, how it feels it's such me. a good song, and it's yeah. called, uh, what is it called? It's called Prison Colin and Soul. The artist Colin. is Adriano Celentano, C-E-L-E-N-T-A-N-O. Um, hold on, I think this might be a louder one. This is interesting. I'm, 
how far Europe is ahead of us in regards to like history. But God, did we jump in the music so quick? <laughs> You gotta watch this. Just Adriana Celentano, and it's actually a good song. It's really fun to listen to. Okay, let's get to the next. Is it thing. a hot guy? No, he's like an old man, kind Interesting. of. Interesting. Uh, it's it's really good. Okay, stop playing. Stop playing. Okay, this was from Ask Reddit. It said, "People who fuck good. What's your secret?" And it reminded me of you, Andrew. Yeah. Um, when you say on stage, I don't fuck good. Um, <laughs> so someone said, learn what you genuinely enjoy and find partners who enjoy having that done to them. When the puzzle pieces are just right, you always bet a thousand in the, bo- in the box. Enthusiasm can't be faked, and it's such a good feeling knowing you are desired to the maximum. I think that's pretty much it. Find out what you like doing or giving and what you like receiving and find someone who likes giving that. It's like love languages. I think that's, that's when you fuck good. Uh, be teachable. Listen. Don't be self-interested and communicate. Um, someone said, I used to fuck good. I used to fuck <laughs> for good. Now I fuck for evil. That's just a funny Jesus. Redditor. Um, someone said, take pride in your work and love what you do. Uh, what do you think makes someone fuck good? Uh, I think communication's the best part. And I think doing it outside the bedroom, talking about it before you're in the middle of everything can really help i think yeah finding someone that's why i kind of like being able to talk so frankly about sex because people that i'm you know i generally know someone before i start a sexual relationship with them i know them in a way that isn't a sexual way and so at least like usually they're people that i'm like working with or friends with and i'm so usually a lot of my work entails talking about sex so it's it's easy to find the people that go, oh, yeah, I'm into that, too. And I'm like, oh, great. Okay, noted that they like that, too. And so you can kind of find that. But I think most people, when they're dating, do not Oh, you'll talk throw about it like- out there to someone before they even know you like them. So just to kind of feel out their sexual drive. Well, I don't even know. Sometimes it gets me thinking about someone in that way because I'll be just talking about sex in general with, you know, a group of people or whatever, a, a situation. And there might be someone that I'm interested in. But if I say something... If I get the conversation going about talking about sex, frankly, hearing what they're into and seeing at how it aligns with what I'm into, even before sex is on the table for us or even that can be that can. Why don't we start there? So many times we start with like, am I attracted to them? Which, by the way, is starting with sex anyway. Like that's a sexual thing to be like into looks like we were on these apps. But like saying what you like sexually in an app without the without the expectation that you have to do that thing might lead to better compatibility, you know? Like What if you I, found out My only thought is though is like if you find out just through like a quick conversation that they aren't into what you're into or at least you assume that, then it could kind of get in the way of you maybe pursuing them based off of that. I think it should. You know, I've, yeah. I've said certain things and people are like, ugh, not into anal. Yeah. Don't want it. And it's just like, okay, I don't want to be with someone who won't do that to me. Or I'm going to, or they have to be okay with me getting that somewhere else or like, they need, or they need to be open to it. I understand being like, I've never done it. And it's just like, ugh. But. Yeah, you can kind of get a reaction from someone if they're going to be like, chill with stuff. For sure. Like, like. Yeah. Like if someone's like, whoa, man, whoa. It's like, ugh. 
Like I've, I saw, I've heard did, a did, lot did, though. Oh, did you see the latest Curb? No. Oh. I, I need to though. I love that Reed guy. Reed There's Scott. a new episode out, and yeah. uh, Larry is dating. Um, fuck, what's her name? Uh, she's the Asian actress. I don't mean for it to come full circle. Sandra O. Oh? No, uh, Lucy she Liu. was Lucy Liu. Okay. And Larry, they're like about. They're on their second date. They're about to get it on, and Larry walks into a glass door. She won't fuck him after that. She just doesn't find him attractive anymore. And it just just makes me think of like these little things that like can just end it. Yeah. I love that she was like, I can't because a lot of times I think girls would just go through with it even though they're like, oh boy. (laughs) And listen, girls do the same stuff. Like we've, we've done things i'm sure that guys are just like oop that took me out of it that thing she said that thing she did oh but it sucks that one thing can do it it just it sucks then you have to like be on your toes all the time i don't know it's uh it was really funny that is funny but i think the same thing for guys though guys can get unattracted quickly for the dumbest thing you see a a piece of ankle hair and you're suddenly repulsed you know just you know uh, I, I, yeah, I mean, that, I think that was the old me, but I think now it's four hairs, but, um, <laughs> you know, I've changed a lot, but no, but yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Things definitely have taken me out for sure. It just sucks that like one, like a hundred things can go right. And then it's like, you run into a glass door and it's just like, oh, uh, you fucking, you're old. And like, she like looked at him as like, he's decrepit. Like he just aged. And I it's, sometimes it's more fear like that the with bumbling thing. Like they're just that you like a guy who's confident and like knows what he's doing, and you see a guy fall and like slam it. It's just like <laughs> it just. Sometimes I'm afraid with Brenna is like one day she's gonna go, oh, you're like old, like like yeah. like I'm gonna do like I'm gonna eat like bran muffins instead of like uh you know a sausage sandwich or something and she's gonna be like oh you're eating like oh you have to eat brand suddenly it's just gonna like dawn on her how old you are (laughs) like suddenly she's gonna learn she's gonna take that math class that really makes it she's gonna (laughs) there's she's gonna figure out the number that the number is 16 is the years you guys are different yeah, that I mean, that would be such a, a fear of mine of seeming old someday of just like, when is it going to click? Like right now it's OK. Like you're not old yet. You're 41. But like when she's 41, you're 57. Yeah. Yes. That, that seems think, actually OK. Yeah, it does. Actually, the older she gets, I think the less it will seem weird. But I do feel like I I, I tend to not wear like old man clothes, you know, right. Like, if I wore khakis. And a button down and comb my hair with a part where you yeah, can see you a receding hairline. Old. Yeah, yeah, I think that I would. But the thing about uh, fucking good, and I feel like there have been times where the sex, like I'm not into someone physically, or, you know, the kiss was off or something. And I've heard my friends say, like, that you can fix, Nikki, you know, em- emotional intelligence and like someone's anger or jealousy right. issues like that stuff you seem to like want to take on that <laughs> that shape like oh i can yeah. change that but like when someone's like you know it's not sexually compatible right away you just go no not gonna work but and what is that and i do i do believe that like i am so scared i think of making men feel insecure in bed and being a little bit too masculine energy of like do this do that and i 
I put up with, I have put up with so much in bed that I didn't enjoy because I just don't want to hurt a guy's feelings and like want them to feel like, okay, it's not terrible what he's doing, but it's certainly not what would work right now for me the best. And I do know what that would be, but I don't want to, I don't want to be a backseat driver for my own puss. What do you feel about that? Would you prefer, if you're doing something to a girl and she knows an easy way to make it better, which is you leave and she uses her vibrator. Um, yeah. What, um, <laughs> no, what would you prefer her to, to say? Cause I, you know, I've just had I guys prefer, go, I got it. I prefer it. a million percent. And I think a lot of guys would be way more open to it than, than you probably even think. They're just doing what they think works. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm sticking to this. This is my plan for me to come. It's like, oh no, oh you want me to fuck you hard and put my thumb in your butt? Okay, cool. But I didn't know where you were does into it that. Oh. You know, like if you say it too much, it becomes annoying because I can just give directions all day long, and I mean, that's sure. the thing. It's like I can't. Then I'm just gonna do it alone, and sometimes I'm just like. Maybe I will, you know, like, I, I don't know. It's What's your example? Like, okay, let's say a guy's having sex with you ever so gently or whatever you yeah, don't like. Yeah, like going down on me too, like just like being like gentle when they're going, like just not using any pressure. Okay, like, so of, like, what would looking... your directions be? Like if you were if you were a GPS, like how can you do it in a way that might not seem annoying to the guy or maybe like seem like encouraging and not like you're doing it wrong? Like um, maybe. Like, uh suck my clit <laughs> okay that works that's not that directional like that's not that hey can you suck my clit more that'd be dope <laughs> yeah but then they do that and it's not hard and then i go harder and then they like can't and then it's just like oh god <laughs> all right well then i now i have to give some kind of positive reinforcement because they're at least trying and then it feels like ugh. now yeah when they when they try and they still fail that's why that's why i don't like to give direction is because when they try and they still fail I have to, I can't be honest and go, no, just, you know what? Just forget about it. You know, wait, you're supposed I, to say, just forget it. Final thought. <laughs> just kidding. Um, I think though, I think you gotta, you go suck that clit as hard as you can. And if they don't get there, you don't have to tell them that they didn't get there. But I think at least then, you know, rather than, <laughs> wouldn't you rather know? I feel like I just know, I, I, I don't mean to be like, Oh, you know, before know. you even tell them? I just know, like, I know uh, just by the way we kiss, like, if this person and I are going to be sexually compatible. But, but you I, didn't think, like, when we raced in the 40-yard dash that I would be so fast, right? Until you saw how fast I was. So m maybe that's the same thing with clit sucking. Uh, it's... Mm, mm. I don't know. I just don't know that I've ever been able to get it up for someone that I don't have it up for. <laughs> Can I ask right a question? Away. Do you think sure. if a guy kisses too softly or like without enough tongue Oof. or whatever, then that will put in your brain too that you won't eat vagina? Tongue. Like softly and too much tongue? Yeah, it makes me think that no, they're no. probably going to kiss me down there like that. That's what I'm asking. Like, does a woman think... Yeah. How a man kisses is the way. It's the same thing how a man dances is the way he'll make love. But I think there's probably a lot of great dancers that make up for probably being shitty in bed. Yes. Or maybe. But No, I don't really think about pussy eating when I'm like kissing someone. It just is the overall <laughs> vibe of like sex. Like I just like a little bit more of a um, passionate like and, and not like so much tongue right away it leads me to believe like they're going to be the kind of person that just like tries to fuck you right away and isn't into like. I don't know. It, it takes a lot. I don't. 
anyone who's listening to this and thinking about kissing me someday is probably just like, oh my God, the pressure. Like, to, <laughs> I got to learn how to exert pressure. Yeah, just grab my <laughs> neck a little bit. Just grab my neck a little bit. That's all I'm saying. Uh, okay, one more thing. Um, there is this meme that was cir- circulating that I found out on uh, on Reddit, Hole Up, H-O-L-U-P. And it's just like, when... Th- it's just things that you are watching, and then at the very end, you're just like, well, wait, huh, what? And this was a picture of a guy talking to his girlfriend on a, a flight, and the girl's crying. He's, like, consoling her. This guy, the guy taking the picture is, uh, you know, across the aisle from them, and he's just taking a picture. And he goes, this guy on my flight just told his girlfriend he wouldn't date her if she was a worm, and she is crying. A worm? <laughs> yeah. What is it? It's just like one of those things oh, that girls weird. do of like, would you take me if I was a worm? And the guy was like, no. And she's like, what? <laughs> it just made me laugh as like one of those tests girls give guys. I do um, love a test when like, or like sometimes like Brenna will say something and I'll reaffirm what she says. Yeah. And she goes, well, why are you agreeing to that? And I'm like, well, you, I'm just backing you up here. Like, does she's that- testing you? To see if you like will just agree with her blindly. No, it's more like uh, like oh, I'm not good at this. I was like, yeah, it's not really your thing, probably. And she's like, wait, no, I'm not. But yeah, like something like that, but not like we all do things like that. Like, do I look fat in this? Like, you know, you're looking for someone to say that I don't do that anymore. What is the answer to that that. when when a girl does that? When you go, I'm just not good at things, and when you shit on yourself, the fat thing, the fat thing especially because I think that's the thing you're crazy. You're you're seriously you have body dysmorphia. What you are seeing is not what I'm seeing. But also be honest. If she does look fat in it, say I just think it's you look better in a different. Like you don't have to lie. Just say that outfit is is telling you lies. Try something else because that uh, that you are not fat and that outfit is just not doing you well. Fast forward to forty outfits on the bed. I'd be like, no, this yeah, one, not that one either. <laughs> this one, <laughs> that garbage bag. Who knows what's underneath that? And that one, that's the one to go with. That, that's um, it. Okay, and then this is one th- uh, last thing. This is from Reddit, co- the subreddit, Cool Guides. Just like cool, like little tips. And this says, this is about um, uh, two different snakes that look very similar. They're both snakes that are like red, yellow, and black striped. I think we've all seen those kinds of snakes. And this is a little mnemonic device to let you know which one you can fuck with and which one you shouldn't. So the eastern coral snake is venomous. And it says, uh, and its lines are... Uh, it says red touch yellow kills a fellow. Uh, red touch black, friend of Jack. So if the red and the black touch, you can touch that snake. But if the red and the yellow touch, it kills a fellow. I just hated just this say, because just don't uh, touch any snakes. No, just well, yes, but also yellow is the common denominator. What? What no, is no, red? No. They're they all have yellow, black, oh, and red. So okay. look at these snakes. They both look very similar. Oh my so god! The, the That's top, yeah. The top Who's... one is red touch yellow kill a fellow, and the second, the bottom one, the red and the yellow do not touch. They're separated by black, and that is wait a friend of Jack. So that means you can touch it. I have re- seen this fourteen times, said it in my head a still number of times, know. and still today wouldn't know if the snake came in what to fucking do, and I would not remember a little cutesy mnemonic device. I would just say like lefty loosey righty tighty, and then. <laughs> scream and get bit yeah and then your neck will stop hurting (laughs) (laughs) all right thank you guys for listening to the podcast (laughs) just kidding
Just kidding. I'll be back tomorrow in St. Louis with Noah and Andrew. Live, live show. Person. And we have a live show tomorrow. Live, live. In St. Louis, Missouri. Thank you so much to everyone who's coming out to that. Can't wait to see you. But we will also see you on the podcast tomorrow in person. Um, I'm taking the red eye out tonight after my taping. So uh, see you then. Don't be cut. And jackalope. Jackie chain. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.